All right, so today we're talking about wholesaling with the preeminent wholesaler, Jay Alexander. We are gonna really try to focus on how do you sell a property if you get it under contract as a wholesaler. That's called dispositions. We're gonna jump right into that today and try to learn some secret sauce. Jay Alexander with Pinnacle is on, right now on the Zoom. And we're about to get rocking and rolling. We're gonna learn all about what it's like to be a professional wholesaler in the greater Baton Rouge market. We're gonna talk about dispositions, which means trying to sell your property when you get it under contract. So if you wanna introduce yourself, uh, Jake, go for it, my man. Yeah, so my name is Jay Alexander with Pinnacle Homes and Properties. And I am a full-time uh, real estate investor. Right now, my primary business model is wholesaling. Like James was talking about, I've been in the business for over 15 years, um, have been involved in hundreds of transactions, has done a bunch of fix and flips, hundreds of fix and flips, uh, built a seven-figure uh, portfolio over the years, which I have been liquidating that lately. I'm also in the short-term uh, rental space, but like I said before, and like what James told you guys, my primary business model at this moment is wholesaling, and we've been focusing on that since about 2019, late 2018 going into 2019. Wholesaling is a whole lot harder than it used to be. It doesn't mean you can't do it, though. So give us some of the tips and tricks, like, with the changes of the market, with the fact that interest rates are higher, with the fact that investors are scared to death because we got a very unstable economy, we got a war in Israel. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world. So what are you doing to still be able to get properties under contract at deep discounts? Yeah, that's a good question, man. And, and James, you, you're definitely right. A thousand percent. This market has changed. What we're seeing now is uh, a lot of the newbie investors, they're on the sideline now, man. And the, the buyers that are still here buying, buyers are definitely still buying, but it's more of the old school, you know, vet guys that's been buying for years. And uh, to be honest with you, practically, they want to steal these properties, man. Like they always used to do back in the day, what they used to spend in, you know, before all this happened yeah. after COVID. Yeah. So yeah. with all that being said, and most of the newbie buyers are the buyers that are paying a little more that's out the game. Yeah. It is harder to move these properties. So now, hey, you got to get these properties at a deeper discount, like you said. Now, yeah. with that being said, deal flow has picked up. Yes. Um, so we so are the getting, ability to yeah. buy has gotten easier. Exactly. But the ability to sell your properties has gotten harder. A thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So sure. let's, let's dig into that a little bit because you're saying the investors who are new to the game who might pay a little bit more money, they sit on the sidelines, right? And part of that is because their access to money has dropped. Because before they could go get investor money at 5%, 6% interest. They could go get loans to buy these deals at 5 or 6% interest. The reason why buyers, so many buyers are now sitting on the sidelines is because there's something called the burst strategy, which lots and lots and lots of investors were doing at a low percent interest rate. You cannot burr a property almost impossible 
at over 8% interest. It's almost impossible. And that's with investor loans right now, we're at 8.7 to 9.5% interest to get a loan as an investor to go buy a property. So that cuts out, I don't know, would you say 50% of the potential buyers? Yeah, at least. I would say at least 40 to 50% because we did wholesale a lot of deals to a lot of guys that were burning those properties. Right. Right. So you're saying it's easier to buy properties right now, though. So it's is would you would you say as a professional wholesaler, is the market turning into a buyer's market? Yeah, I would say now, to be honest with you, now is the time. If, if uh, you understand what's going on and you know how to buy, now is really a good time to buy for the investor because the same properties that we were selling, you know, 10, 15, $20,000 more just shy of a year, you know, it's going for that amount lesser now. But a lot of people are scared, not understanding that this is the time that you need to be jumping in. But normally that's how the public do it. They just kind yes. of follow the crowd, you know. This is the time to buy, but not necessarily buy to sell to another investor. This is the time to buy and try to keep a property, right? I mean, as a rental uh, yeah. or maybe um, buy a property on seller finance and then resell it on a bond for deed. That's it. So we've been seeing a lot of that. It's easier to buy if you want to hold a property, if you want, if you have some kind of good exit strategy, maybe even if you want to flip. But with that, I would say you do not want to flip a property right now that is going to sell for over $250,000. You need to be under that price range when you are selling your property, preferably under 225. Okay. You do not want to be trying to sell a house for over $250,000 right now. What is your marketing strategy? Text messages, postcards, cold calling. How do you get deals? Yeah. So that's one of the biggest questions that people ask me all the time. And they say, Hey, what's your preferred method? And to be honest with you, all of them work. Yes. Most people just are not consistent enough. You know, they do it for yes. 60 days and quit. Yes. You know, uh, that's, that's the biggest thing. But as far as what I'm doing right now in my business, uh, we're heavy in texting. Uh, we just stopped cold calling for a little while, but uh, online marketing and texting are our main things right now. We pause cold calling, which we may pick it back up in a bit. Uh, but that's basically what I'm doing now, along with I do a uh, a lot of JV deals as well. So he's joint venturing. That's what he means by JV. He's joint venturing with other wholesalers. One wholesaler gets a deal under contract. Then you partner with some other wholesalers to try to sell that property. Also, what Jay is saying is that it really doesn't matter what kind of strategy you use to get deals from sellers. Now, look. Jay is not calling real estate agents for the most part. Is that right, Jay? Oh, no. No, they're okay. definitely not calling real estate agents for deals. Jay is, he just said, I'm definitely not calling real estate agents. He's getting deals from directly from the seller. And the way that that works is he's either cold calling these sellers, he's sending the sellers um, postcards, or he's texting. And what the secret sauce that Jay is laying down right now is that any one of them work if you are what? Consistent. A lot of people quit way too early. You're getting deals. Which, and what was your main strategy of getting deals? So right now, our main two marketing channels are texting and uh, online marketing. All right. So he's texting. 
and he's doing pay-per-click? A little bit of pay-per-click and a little bit of, uh, you know, they have some of these companies out there where they do the PPC and they sell you the leads. So okay. we're doing a little bit of both of those, uh, PPC and those type of companies, the paper right. lead. Yeah. So he's so he's he's basically has a marketing funnel set up on the Internet that's sending him leads where people say, hey, I want to sell my house quick or I want to sell my house for cash or whatnot. When you are able to successfully sell a deal, how are you doing that? What's your strategy? How are you marketing the deals? Do you have to drop your prices? Let's go through a little bit of that one at a time. Go through that one at a time with me. Yeah, so just kind of touching on the dispo process now. I I know right now in the market that we're in, uh, I feel like this is one of the more important departments right now, the dispo department. Okay. Being at the climate we're in, uh, you really have to take your time and build rapport with these buyers the same way you do with the sellers. Yes. You know, it's just not a, you know, not having a relationship with the people and just selling them, not even knowing who you're selling to that time is over. It's that back to, you know, a real connection, knowing them, making sure that they're getting a good deal where you can consistently sell them deals. You don't want to overprice them. And then you only sell to them one time and that's it. So I think that's the biggest thing. And also when you have a strong dispo department, uh, you may be able to make some extra revenue uh, from the JV aspect, joint venturing with other wholesalers that hadn't been in the game longer. That's not really able to focus, you know, on that dispo aspect. Yeah. So I think that's real important. Um, we've built the list over time. Uh, I know there's a lot of different ways you can build a list. Uh, you know, for starters, basic networking, you know, these meetup yes. groups around your city, go on meetup.com, find out what's happening, get in the rooms with these buy and hold investors with these fix and flip investors find out what they're looking for build that relationship with them what you're what i'm hearing you say is man it used to be hard to get deals now it's easier to get deals it's harder to sell those deals jay keeps using the word disposition when he says disposition he means sell the properties that he's got under contract sell them to another investor you pretty much have to have a strong strong relationship built with the buyer or they're not going to buy your deal and you have to it has to really be a good deal because investors are just like everybody else they're holding on to their money because of all the things going into the world in the world investors are a little bit scared a little bit nervous now jay is saying one way to build strong relationships with investors is to go to your local meetups jay Tell us, give us one or two of the local meetups that you would recommend. And I do think you also have a, re a meetup, right? So tell us yeah. about tell us about yours. When does it meet? So I do a meetup with two other partners of mine, uh, Angie and Pat, and it's called Capital City Wealth Builders. And we meet every third Wednesday of the month uh, at the Vivid Alarms Building on uh, Highland Road across from the Chimes Restaurant right at the gates of LSU. And uh, we got a Facebook group too, as well. Um, What's we your Facebook promoting. group name? It's called just if you just type in Capital City Wealth Builders. Okay. Uh, it should come up, and you may see a flyer from the last event where we okay. uh, spoke on the topic of wholesale. Capital City Wealth Builders. You meet every third Wednesday mm -hmm. in the evenings. Yeah, from six thirty to eight thirty. And so the people that are going to be there are going to be potential. Uh, buyers, 
other investors. Uh, you might even find some people sometimes there who will invest in, in flip properties with you and things of that nature. Is that right? That's it. You definitely can meet some lenders in there as well. This is this is Jay telling you how to meet amazing other investors. And he's, he's giving you a tip. Capital City Wealth Builders meets every third Wednesday of the month. What's another one? So Sterling and John, they put on a really uh, great group too, uh, the Red Stick Meetup. The Red yes. Stick Meetup is the one that I would recommend that every new or interested investor, who even if you have this much interest in investing, you need to go to Jay's Meetup, Capital City Wealth, and you need to go to uh, the Red Stick. These two meetups are going to get you rubbing elbows, talking, meeting, making friends with the people who are real deal in our market, because these these deals are not on the MLS. A real estate agent is not going to find these deals for you. Dispositions right now is the hardest part of wholesaling. The biggest secret is to build these deep, deep, deep relationships with your buyers. Like that's the secret sauce today. Are you marketing your properties, Jay, out there on Facebook, out there on Zillow? Or are you only just sending them to people like me that you already know? Yeah. So the first step, uh, if I get a property, uh, the first step is whoever is at the top of my mind. That's why I tell a lot of these fix and flip guys, buy and hoes, stay in touch with me. Same thing. Reach out to me every now and then see if I got something. To be honest, that's what you did, James. Every now and then you check in, in with me, say, Jay, I need something. You got it. And I had something. So a lot of times these deals won't even make it to the public because I got people reaching out to me and they hit me just at that right time. And I say, well, hey, I got this one. Check it out. Right. And if they want it, if the numbers make right. sense, hey, you know, I didn't right. even have to send it out, you know, but if not, I do do a mass blast just right. to my list. That would be my first step, blasting it out to my current list. But for some deals, do they eventually get put on Facebook Marketplace? Do they eventually get on Zillow? Or do none of them ever get out there that far? So that's the last resort, uh, us putting it out, depending on the situation, to the public, public. And if so, we may not share the address. And then if so, it's only in groups. Um, or I may share something on my story. But I'm real picky about putting something all the way out to the public. You know, most of the time I just do the blast. And every now and then we'll do like social media groups and different things like that. So why are you afraid to put your address to your deal, to the yeah. deal you have under contract? Why do you not want to put that on Facebook? Yeah, a couple of different reasons. Unfortunately, you know, we have people that uh, don't have the same values that you have, uh, even as far as if it's tenants, you know, disturbing the tenants. And so you just want to kind of, you want to keep that process smooth, even though we are transparent on what's happening with the seller. Uh, you know, people can stir some things up. So, yes. you know, they reach out to guys like us because they want a smooth transaction. And I want to pick up on this. You say you're transparent with the seller. So whenever we initially meet the seller, we want to qualify them to uh, see if they are even a good fit for us. You know, we want to tell them what our typical seller looks like. You know, it's maybe some issues with the property. Uh, they may not want to deal with a realtor. They want a quick sale in return. They're willing to sell at a discount. You know, we let them know that we do have to buy the discount because this is how we feed our family. We can't pay retail pricing for that and want to make sure, you know, before we go into an hour long conversation, make sure we're a good fit. 
And uh, once we pass that guideline, we tell them a little bit about our business model. You know, some of these properties we fix and flip, some we buy and hold, and some we partner with, you know, other investors to make the deal work. At the end of the day, we want to create a win-win where we can get a comfortable number for you. Sometimes this number may not fit my company personally, but I may have my partner James here, which he may be able to pay that for that. So we let them know that we do partner with other investors on the property. At the end of the day, they're going to get their number that we agreed upon. So you go as far as to tell them we might sell this property to another investor or you just how do you word that? So I tell them we do partner with other investors because some of them may be willing to pay more than we can pay. And right. so we let them know that and we let them know at the end of the day, it's not going to affect their number on what we agree upon. To be honest with you, James, it's really just hustle and grind. You got to pick up the phone and call these buyers. So we I ha we had a lot of I've seen a lot of wholesalers get in the game coming up on COVID up until now. And a lot of them are gone. So it's going back to how it was back in 18, 17, you know, where you had to hustle to sell these deals when it came going up on COVID and coming into these low interest rates, you know, it was nothing to just email a deal out and had five offers and everybody fighting over your offer. So the new wholesalers, that's what they used to. And now they're sending out deals and they're getting crickets, even from the buyers that they know about, they're not calling. And so they say, man, this business is dead, but this is a normal wholesale business. This is what it was before the, you know, the inflated rates. You had to pick up the phone and hustle. Just like you're hustling with the sellers, it's a whole nother game. You're hustling with the buyers, grinding it out, picking up the phone back to back. And it's never a wasted call because you're still nurturing that relationship. They may not be interested in that deal, but you touch them. You know, you yeah. say, hey, what's going on? What, what you buying now? Are you still buying? You know, what's that look like? You're still buying cash? So it's still not a wasted conversation, even if they're not interested in that deal. Go to the meetups, meet the buyers. You need to be calling these buyers and talking to them once a month. So how do you do that? Use the doggone Google Calendar. Put it on your calendar. Call James Wells on Wednesday, whatever. If I don't answer, send me a text. Leave me a voicemail. You're just trying to stay in contact. You've got to make friends with these people if you want deals. And stay on their radar. You mentioned your CRM. CRM, what's, tell, tell us a little bit, what is a CRM and which one do you use? Yeah, so uh, I think it stands for Customer Relationship Management, just being able to manage your leads and really a good one you can run your whole business through it. So yeah, uh, I use Podio. Uh, a lot of people don't like Podio, but uh, I got a built-out Podio and it it basically runs my entire business and it that that's lead management is really vital. You know, you don't want to spend all this money and don't and can't manage the leads and they're falling through the cracks. Do you have a full-time cold caller? All right. So th this is what my team looks like. I have I have an assistant uh, and I have turned to her also in the last two years into a lead manager. So I have two lead managers. I have two acquisition uh, reps. Um, I had someone that was helping me with Dispo, but we kind of restructuring that right now. Good. Uh, and I do have a transaction coordinator as well. So right. that's another reason why um, I'm able to JV and, and help a lot of other people because I got the, the bandwidth. I got the team to do it. For your business, what is classified as a lead? Does that mean someone you spoke to or your team talk actually talked to? 
No, that does not. So whenever, let's say, someone comes into the podio system, they raise their hand and say, hey, they're looking to sell. Uh, that's a lead. Now, when we get them on the phone for some whatever reason um, and they don't fit the criteria or, you know, they want retail, but as long as they're raising their hand and say they want to sell, uh, that's a lead. I did have an integration set up. So when they do raise their hand and say that they want to want to sell or they're interested in hearing an offer through text, we have an integration. You push the button like from batch and it would automatically pop up in my lead section in Podio. So we've got certain integrations to let those other platforms communicate with each other. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you're ready to level up your real estate investing journey, go over to 90upchallenge.com. 90upchallenge.com where we offer online courses, group coaching, and one-on-one coaching. We hope to see you there.